You're listening to Exploration of Religion and the Reality of Christ, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Visit gettingtogod.com for more information, podcasts, videos, and collections about the search of the soul. This podcast is part of a series called Stages of Faith, in which I talk about all of the stages I personally went through and the general order I went through them. You can get the entire series free at gettingtogod.com forward slash stages. I've seen a lot when it comes to religion, spirituality, and Christianity. And notice I didn't lump them all together as if they're the same thing, because there's Christianity and then there's religion. I spent the first 12 years of my life in one of the most popular religions. I've also spent years hanging out with people from all over the world people who were engaged in all different religions and versions of spirituality. For about eight years, I regularly attended meetings in a world-renowned organization that studies the moment of death. It's a place where people share stories of dying and being brought back to life. I spent time in many different churches, practiced yoga, studied Hinduism, spent a year in Methodist services, and Grace and Jewel and I lived on the grounds of a Buddhist center while joining their practices for almost an entire year. As I said, I've seen a lot. And one thing I've learned is this, the popular idea that all religions and versions of spirituality are just trying to get the God in their own way. It's a myth. I believe in freedom of religion. I believe in everyone's right to explore, the same right that I exercised. But after trying different religions and spiritual practices, I've only found one to be the most true to life, as it works best for everyone. Christianity. All versions of spirituality have one basic foundation, and that is the belief that there's something more than the body, and something more than life on earth. Most of them have a leader that guides them through life and into the afterlife. And while many of them do follow God, there are a lot that don't. But there's only one called Christianity. I believe that Buddha was a real man, even a spiritual teacher. I believe that Muhammad and Confucius and many other religious historical figures were also real and also spiritual teachers. There are a lot of spiritual teachers alive today, even. All of them either know or knew a lot about the spirit and the realm it operates in. All of them know or knew about an afterlife. All of them know or knew how to teach people better than most people know how to teach. But they are and were all completely and totally human. And then there was Christ. His name is the root of the word Christianity. There's a guy. Yes, there's a guy somewhere on earth. Oh, wait, I just looked in the mirror. Now there are two guys on earth. Hmm. Okay, seriously. Lee Strobel. This guy's story is pretty interesting. And it's a lot like a a, a lot of other stories. He was once a well-established investigative journalist, and after setting out to disprove Jesus Christ's resurrection, his research steered him into a different direction. It led him to the conclusion that it was next to impossible to disprove it. The guy ended up launching a, a huge campaign to share what he found. He did what I did. Through long-term investigation and experimentation, he went from atheist to Christian. There are a lot of people who've been through this. Intelligent, logical, highly educated people who go through the process of objectively trying to disprove the story of Jesus Christ. 
than having their minds changed by the information they discover. So you get what that means. Discovering Jesus is basically the same scenario I found that led me to God. Once a person objectively and openly begins searching for information about Jesus Christ, they find it. It's not subjective. It's not just opinion. Not only Christ's existence, but his resurrection, the fact that he rose from the dead. It's based on historical and archaeological facts that can be matched up with what the Bible says about him. Someone who's new to math can't begin to understand trigonometry, but they can understand 1 plus 1 equals 2. Yet, if that person continues to learn math, eventually trig or trigonometry will click with them, and they might even become a math expert, like I am not. This is a good example of the learning process a person goes through to find Christ. We start by understanding the simple concepts, then keep learning, then move on to the more complicated ones. Once a child grows into a mathematician, they can't go back to believing a complicated equation is just a bunch of junk. Understanding Christ is the same way. For those of us who studied his presence, we can't go back to not knowing if he was real and if he was really the Son of God. If I could tell you the evidence in in such a relatively short podcast, I would. And at some point, I'm going to publish a lot of it, or at least I plan to. But think about why, after more than two years of Christian ministry, I haven't published anything yet about proof that Jesus is the Messiah. It's because, like I said, it's overwhelming. And there's another reason I haven't used my time on that. There's a shortcut that makes it unnecessary to post all of it. Even if you're a gearhead, data-driven science nut like me, a doubting Thomas like I usually am at first, you can prove Jesus Christ to yourself. And the best I can do to show you right now is to tell you the same thing I've said about getting to know God. Like building a relationship with anybody, you have to build your own with Jesus. Now, as a sort of a side note, the historical facts are there if you like if you if you if you're like me and you need to see more proof, but you can do this without ever knowing any of the look-upable facts. Yes, it's a word now. You simply go somewhere private and tell Christ, Jesus, I accept you in my heart as my Savior. Now, that's a bit cheesy sounding and maybe even a bit weird without more explanation, but I gave a nice extended layout of it in a podcast called The Flashlight the God Switch. Go to gettingtogod.com, click on articles, media, uh, then click podcasts and find it as you scroll down the list. Or you can go to the search box at the bottom or go to the search page at the top and type in the flashlight. I'll tell you the same thing I tell my daughter. You don't have to choose a relationship with God or Christ. That's up to you. You can be Buddhist, Hindu, Jewish, or any other one you choose. You don't choose a relationship with Christ because someone tells you to. Just like how you don't choose a relationship with my friend Pat because I told you he's a good guy. You choose a relationship with Christ by getting to know him. Because if you give it a chance, you can always back out. But once you do and see the benefits and the reality of it, you'll know he's there. He's God's kid. He came here to give us what we couldn't give ourselves. Life.
not just for the few short years we're here on Earth, but forever. You've been listening to Exploration of Religion and the Reality of Christ, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. The next chapter in this series is called Studying the Bible. Find more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul at gettingtogod.com.